podcast where we look into deep philosophical concepts and directly apply them to our own lives. My name is Katie, and today we're talking about core beliefs and specifically some ways that we can establish them just so that we don't fall into the trap of believing contradicting things so that we are less prone to cognitive dissonance. And overall, it's just a great thing to cement things that you believe at your core, right? And you become more grounded in them and less shakable by media, by by everything that gets thrown at us these days. And we talked a bit in the last episode, which was number eight, about the importance of good thoughts and how our thoughts should be in alignment with our statements and our actions, or rather how our actions and our statements should be in alignment with good thoughts. And establishing core beliefs is really before all of that stuff. So we should have core beliefs and then our thoughts should be based on those beliefs and then our statements and our actions come from those thoughts and those beliefs. So this is almost like a prequel to establishing good thoughts is first establishing core beliefs so that we will be more grounded in ourselves and more confident and again, less shaken by the media these days. So that's what core beliefs are. They're things that you believe at your core, at the center of yourself, and they help guide you with your own thoughts and your own statements and actions about other things. Now, our core beliefs aren't just values like family, character, integrity. They're more than that in that they are statements, principles, things that you believe, and they're unshakable. They should be true, although it's going to be hard to know if they are true, right? How can we know objectively if our core beliefs are true? Well, I don't know if we can, but they should be as close as we can get to the truth or what we believe is the truth. And of course, this is sort of based on the assumption that you yourself value the truth. Truth with a capital T, you value truth. And so you're going to base your core beliefs on the truth, whatever that may be. All right, so let's just get into it and start with an example. I think one of the most important questions we can ask when establishing core beliefs is what do we believe about life? What do you believe about life? Do you believe that life is a gift from God? Do you believe that life is sacred? Are we a speck of dust in the universe? Is our life random and meaningless? Does it have meaning? Is that meaning inherent? Or do we prescribe our own life meaning? based on the things that we do. So think about where you fall in that spectrum, right? And I'm not telling you what to believe whatsoever because we all believe different things based on our entire lives and we've lived different lives. But I'm just trying to get you to think and step back and reevaluate things and just get down to the nitty gritty. What do you believe? So let's take that question. What do you believe about life? And I just want you to Think on your own about that. What do you believe about life? Really, I feel like establishing core beliefs is just a series of thought experiments. You're just entertaining different thoughts in your head and you're trying to see which one you really identify with or which one you really connect with is a better way of saying that. Also, if you want to establish core beliefs, you can also forget about everything that you currently know. Forget about everything you believe, everything you know, and start completely fresh. You can entertain the idea of the complete opposite of what you used to believe, and you can go down that path and see where it leads you. If you don't think that it leads you to somewhere near the truth, 
well, then maybe you were right in the first place and maybe go down that same path, but with a fresh mind, you know, fresh thoughts, fresh ideas. It's a great idea to critically think through questions to find out what your core beliefs are, just like a thought experiment. And we'll probably all have different core beliefs and that's totally okay, but it's just about entertaining new ideas and new thoughts and seeing where you really, really feel like this is you This is where you can see yourself living in these beliefs and executing them. And right now is where we will do our quote of the episode. I think some of you may have heard this quote before, and this is it. It is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. Now, they say that this is a quote by Aristotle, I did a little bit of research into it, though, and it sounds like it's not an Aristotle quote. It sounds like it's from Lowell Bennion, who, in 1959, wrote a book called Religion and the Pursuit of Truth. And so people debate, you know, this isn't Aristotle's quote. This is actually Lowell's quote. Nonetheless, it's a great quote. It's the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. And this is really what we have to do if we want to establish core beliefs, entertain all of these different ideas and thoughts, and then ultimately decide which one we really align with to be able to establish as our core belief. So think about what life is to you. Do you believe in God? Do you believe violence is ever justified? Do you believe the ends ever justify the means? When do you believe that? Is it okay to lie? When do you believe it's okay to lie? These are some examples of questions you can ask yourself to start establishing your own beliefs. If you think through these questions, you'll be less prone to outside media being shoved down your throat and you'll be just more grounded in your own beliefs. You'll be a critical thinker and you'll know where you stand on things so much better than if you didn't have any of these beliefs and suddenly someone's asking you what's your opinion on this topic or this topic and you're like well I don't know but based on these beliefs here's where I think I would fall. It's just such a good idea to have these overarching beliefs. I think a lot of us go through life without ever having clear definite answers to things and as such we are more prone to believe contradicting things, we're more prone to believe what the media tells us to believe, We're more prone to cognitive dissonance, which is when we believe contradictory things and we sort of feel that tension from believing them. All right, now I have an example for you. This is just a hypothetical person and we're going to use this person to help explain what all this means. So let's take a person who is pro-war. That's one of his political beliefs. He's pro-war and he's also anti-death penalty. So he's like, yeah, we should go to war with this country because blah, blah, blah. But he also believes, well, no, the death penalty should be abolished. We shouldn't have capital punishment because that's just wrong. Let's say those are his reasons. I think we can hopefully clearly see the disparity between these, right? This guy is living in a bit of cognitive dissonance, I'd say, because he believes war is okay and he doesn't believe that capital punishment is okay. Let's look at the broader argument here. Alright, so it's okay to kill or for people to get killed in a war who maybe, you know, are overseas somewhere. 
these people are not Americans. This guy is believing that that's okay for the war, right? For America to, I don't know, win. But let's take a criminal who has done a bunch of serial murders and he's on death row and this guy doesn't believe that that guy should be executed. Well, no matter if you're a criminal, no matter if you're an American, no matter if you're foreign, you're human, right? We're all humans. We all have a life. And so it's important to know your stance on life so that you can figure out your stance on things like war and the death penalty and abortion. This man doesn't have any core beliefs, it seems like, right? Because he's believing two things that are contradicting each other, right? It's okay for war to happen, but it's not okay for someone to be killed who's on death row. Well, I think people are going to get killed in wars, right? Maybe someone on death row has killed. So why, why is there this separation? I hope you see now how core beliefs can help you in establishing your own opinions about different things. Because let's say that this man had a core belief. And he was like, okay, I believe that life is sacred and it's a gift from God and we should protect it. Well, with that core belief in place, his stance on war would be completely different. He would probably be anti-war, right? Because he doesn't want people in different countries to die. If he values life like this, he probably will also agree that capital punishment shouldn't be a thing because he wants to protect life because that's what he believes. I want you to think about where you stand on things like this. Not necessarily war or capital punishment, but just life, violence, justifying things, right? So think about where you stand and think about other positions of those things, right? Other trains of thoughts. And keep going down different paths until you're satisfied and until you believe that you've arrived at, you know, something that's as close to the truth as it can be. But don't be afraid to reevaluate things the more information you learn. Another example of this that I think is very helpful is with history. We can look back on history and we can say, you know, was America justified in doing this? Were they not? And you can get into alternate history debates, sort of what if questions. I think those are always really neat. But the one I want to mention is when America dropped the atom bombs on Japan. You can use these sorts of historical questions to help you determine what your core beliefs are. Do you believe that America was justified in dropping the nukes on Japan? That's the question I have for you. Do you believe we were justified in doing that? Or you could say, were we justified in firebombing Tokyo before we dropped the nukes? And then I think when you get into these questions and these thought experiments, then for me, it leads me to the question of, is it more important for someone to try to protect people of their own nationality? Or is it more important for people to protect everyone no matter what? Right, so let's say that by dropping the nukes, roughly 100,000 Japanese people were killed. I actually have no idea what the actual number is. It's probably more than that, but let's just say 100,000. All right, so when America dropped the nukes, 100,000 people in Japan died. Let's think about the alternative. What if America hadn't dropped the nukes? We would have still been fighting with Japan in World War II. Let's say by dropping the nukes, we saved... 50,000 American soldiers from dying. So is it more important for us to save those 50,000 American soldiers by dropping the nukes and killing 100,000 Japanese people, civilians? 
civilians and soldiers? Is nationality more important than humanness? That is just a question that really racks my brain. It's, it's just so interesting to me to think about these things. You could also say, well, maybe Japan was already about to surrender, and then we dropped the nukes anyways, and then they're like, okay, we're done, <laughs> right? It's, it's just wild, and I think these sorts of questions can really help you establish where you fall in terms of life, in terms of, you know, where do you believe violence is okay, lying especially, just the ends justifying the means. And lying is a good one too because it's a lot more common than war, right? Do you believe that no one should ever tell a lie ever? Or do you believe that it's okay to tell a lie sometimes to protect people? You know, I don't think there's any harm in saying, oh yeah, you have a good haircut, even though I'm not really a fan of it. I mean, it does no good to say, oh, I hate your haircut, when they've already gotten the haircut, and one, it's not on your head, so why does it really matter what you think about the haircut, right? Now, Kant, the philosopher Kant, he believed that lying was absolutely wrong, and you should never lie ever. He was very absolute in that, and pretty much no one agrees with him, I think, because then they raised the, I think it's called the hammer, the hammer problem or something. So, okay, well, if you don't believe in lying ever, then let's say someone knocks on your door with a hammer in his hand and he says, do you have any family members home? Are you going to tell him, yeah, I have two kids upstairs? Well, hopefully not, because what's he going to do with them in the hammer, (laughs) right? Like, dude, don't tell someone, a random stranger with a hammer on your doorstep that you have kids upstairs when he's asking, where's your family? Uh, hopefully you can sense that he has bad intentions And hopefully you want to protect your children. And you're going to say, no, no one's home. And then he's going to say, oh, okay. And they'll just walk by and down your stairs. So it's definitely okay. Well, okay, I'm not going to push my beliefs on you. But I think that it's okay to lie in, in certain scenarios. Like that one, right? And I feel like most rational people would agree with that. But I'm not going to tell you what to believe. Anyways, my point is, thinking through these sorts of thought experiments and just raising questions is going to do wonders for getting you to a place where you have core beliefs and where you can build things off of those beliefs. You can build your own opinions, have your own thoughts, and just be more critical in your own thinking rather than being so influenced by media and what they want you to believe. So my summing up points are, one, a question. Do you believe contradicting things when all things are equal? So evaluate yourself right now. Do you believe contradicting things? Can you think of any examples where you might be doing this right now? Don't let media decide your beliefs. Figure it out yourself. But keep an open mind, too. And if something questions your beliefs, let it question your beliefs. Entertain new thoughts and be able to be open to change. Ultimately, though, it's your decision. And you don't have to let your ego or your pride get in the way of your search for the truth. So be critical when you're thinking and also have an open mind when you're thinking. It's hard to do, but the more that you practice it, the better you'll get at it. And so again, after you have finished listening to this, maybe just sit in silence and think about these questions a little bit, right? What is life to you? Is violence ever justified? When? Do the ends ever justify the means? When? Is it okay to lie? When? So think through these questions, think through your own questions that you have that can help you establish your core beliefs, and use history to help you. Because I think that's really fun is thinking back on historical moments, wondering about alternative courses, that whole thing is super fun. And that's what I'll leave you with today. 
Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it, especially because it's been a little more than a month since the last podcast. I really wasn't planning on doing, you know, a five-week break, but that's just the way things go. I had so many papers to write for class and a lot of things to do for finals, so it just didn't end up happening. But we're back now. It's summertime, and I'm really looking forward to this podcast. I have a plan in the works for a little mini-series over a essay that I absolutely love. So hopefully that will happen this summer because there's really no big analysis of this essay that I have seen yet. So I'd love to dig into it and really get to some great points that the author makes. So be on the lookout for that. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a little bit different though. It's more feely and less thinky, if that makes sense, right? And it's from the Victorian era, so it's a little bit more, you know, romantic. But oh, it has great, great points about philosophy and life and just all that good stuff. So I'm very excited for that. That will be coming this summer. I will talk to you next week. In the meantime, if you have any questions, any recommendations, you can message me on Instagram at WWSAF Podcast. Thanks again. See you next week. Bye.